It's a sad song. The only Elvis Christmas song I can find. Oh in life. man, Elvis is blue. At least it's a pretty song. Man, poor Elvis. Hey, good movie from 2022 was the Elvis movie. I didn't think it was that good. It was. So I, I'm, I'm easy. I'm gonna watch it, and I keep like. I keep thinking, oh, tonight's night I'm going to watch it, and I'm just never in the mood for it. I started, and I stopped. It's going to get nominated for Best Picture. That dude's Are got a chance. Serious? That dude's got a chance to win Best Actor. He's going to get nominated. He was tremendous. It's, go, it's going to be an Oscar movie. Like, the Tom Hanks character is really annoying, to the point where it almost irritates you when you're watching the movie. But I yeah, thought it was very good. Yeah, that, that, that was the biggest problem for me. No question. The Tom Hanks guy. Correct. That guy, I hated that guy. Yeah. Uh, don't hate the king, Howard Eskin, as we go from one king to the next to Howard. And of course, he's brought to us by McGurk's Ball, uh, Pub and Grill. McGurk's Pub and Grill. Head over to one of the three locations for all the action. The place to go for Philly sports. Great food, festive drinks, awesome atmosphere. Go to McGurk'sPub.com. Uh, the king, Howard Eskin. How you doing, king? I am just great as we get ready for a festive, festive Christmas and rolling into the new year. And go. by the way, in that movie, it what it does is it tells you how abused and how taken advantage uh, of that Elvis was. Correct. That's, mm-hmm. that's kind of the thing that you really learn, as great as he was. Yeah. It kind of gives you a sense of how many people took advantage totally of Totally agree. It's really yeah. sad. In many ways, yeah. it's really sad. Really. Hey, Joe, I got a question for you. Yes, sir. Um, for Christmas, are you taking your laundry over to your mother <laughs> to do it uh, and is that her Christmas gift? Not her Christmas gift. Uh, that would be like her mid-December gift. That's already, uh, I'm stocked up. So I'm, I'm good probably through the new year. Yeah. All right, good. Like maybe around January 5 or something. I'm I'll, glad I'll reload. Yeah. So, <laughs> Howard, let me, let, me ask, let me ask you a question. We, we heard Nick Sirianni's comment earlier yeah, about, you know, Minshew's going to start, and he talked about tough decisions with athletes. Gut feeling from your end, gut feeling, did Sirianni – slash Howie make the decision and Sirianni informed Hertz, or do you think Hertz willingly agreed to not play? Joe, not, un- not uncharacteristically, you're wrong on both accounts. Well, first of all, I just uh, asked a question. I didn't even make a, I didn't make yeah, a statement. Yeah, you made the assumption that it was one or the other. You know who it was? It was the doctors. The doctors mm. look at the, uh, the MRI, and I'm sure uh, they've, did, they've done more than one. They've looked at the MRI, and it's not completely healed. Then the trainers uh, test his range of motion, uh, and they ask him to give them the truth. Now, if it was a playoff game, and Nick uh, wouldn't say if it was a playoff game because that's a hypothetical, uh, would he play? You don't want to play him if he's hurt. So uh, from that standpoint, it wasn't Howie. It wasn't Nick. The final decision is Nick telling Jalen, hey, listen, we're not going to play you this week. You're not ready this week. I mean, Dallas Goddard was the same way. He was ready to play last week. Yeah. But uh, I know that the medical team said, you know what, you're not 100%, and we don't want to risk getting you hurt for the rest of the season. So so the answer to that question is the doctors Makes and the trainers yep. Yep. Made, the, made, the, uh, made the decision there. And I'm okay. I mean, Nick said he wasn't going to say who's starting, but it comes out later today when they – have the injury report because today is the day they got a list of he's out or in. Is he that, wasn't going to play. He is that why? Play. Is that why it was announced today? Because the injury report is an NFL requirement. Yeah. Well, remember it's a Saturday game, so normally ah, on Friday, right. the list on the injury report is whether a player, you know, they list the injuries, uh, doubtful, questionable, or out. 
And they got to be honest with those things. Otherwise, right. you know, there's a severe fine. Everybody knows he wasn't even on the practice field. So everybody knows he wasn't going to play. And I, I said earlier in the week, I would be shocked if he played uh, this game. And that's okay because now it's a chance to really rub it into the Cowboys uh, when the Eagles win the game. Uh, so that would be, boy, how Jerry Jones, I want to see a hundred shots of him in the box. I want to see all the whining and the crying and the excuses when Dak Prescott throws at least one interception, a uh, good chance he throws two. He's a turnover machine. Uh, you know, the defense is going to play a huge part in this game with turnover and the Eagles can't turn the ball over. Can they, I'm taking the six points. I'm telling you right now, I'm taking the six points how with different, a chance to win. How different will this offense look with Gardner Minshew out there? Well, there won't be RPOs, uh, obviously. It'll look a little bit different because now you won't have that threat for the defense. It'll look a little different. Uh, the passes, I don't know that Minshew can throw the deep ball the way Jalen Hurts is now throwing the deep ball. But I also want to clean up some of the outrage that has taken place on our fine radio station this week by the hosts and the callers. Jalen Hurts, he ran 17 times. Well, let me break it down for you. Okay, guys, here we go. All right, two of those were kneel downs. They count as runs. Four of those were quarterback sneaks when there's a yard or less. Mm -hmm. So you really can't count those as rushers. Two of them were on a scramble where when he gets past the line of scrimmage, it's not a sack. It's considered a run. So by my math, that's two four and two you know, I counted up six eight eight off of 17 so now it's ten, less than 10 mm -hmm. uh, rushes and they only average and talking uh to people there they only average four and a half rpos called a game that's what they average so no. i just wanted to break it down for you yeah that's what they average now some days it's some weeks going to be more some it's going to be less but john you said it earlier there was a run blitz and jalen made the decision that it was better to have an RPO. And that was a freak injury. That player, if it was behind the line of scrimmage, would have been fined and there would have been a penalty because yeah. he dead-weighted. By the way, they can team. still do RPOs. They can do the full-style RPOs where the quarterback's not likely to run, but you don't know if the running back's well, going to run or the quarterback's going to pass. Yeah, so you can then, still do that. Yeah, they can still do it, but yeah. I don't know that it's, it's, it's the big, as big a threat. Does so. Michael Parsons have a bigger impact on this game because we aren't able to option off him as effectively without the uh, Hurts well, threat? I'm not sure, but, I mean, they're going to take care of business with him, too. He, uh, did he play the first game against the Eagles? Oh, yeah, know. we optioned oh. off him the whole time, remember? <laughs> yeah. Boy, King, you are, you, are in, you, are in, you are in king mode right now. <laughs> Eagles-Cowboys week, you're slinging it around, despite the fact you were – Well, even though you were, you were rooting for Dallas 30 years ago, but go ahead. Jimmy King. Johnson, yeah, let's get it yeah, straight. Yeah, uh, Johnson. Jimmy Johnson. Yeah. But I, would, I didn't want to fire Nick Sirianni after five games. So if Jimmy Johnson I, gets hired by the Cowboys tomorrow, who are you rooting for on Saturday? Well, the Eagles have a coach. It's not Rich Kotite. Okay. That's the difference. So that's the, you know, there, there is a vast difference between that. Uh, hey, I'm friends with Sean Payton. I dropped the name for you there, Joe. Uh, Trust and, me, I, you didn't have to tell me. I know. Oh yeah. Well, I'm just, I'm just making you happy. And I said I was on a, our Dallas radio station yesterday, and I said because I texted Sean just Happy Holidays, and he sent me back the four teams he thought were the top four teams right now in the NFL. And I told them, your coach next year uh, told me that Dallas is not in this top four. Wow. Boy, Howard. Wow. But you think Mike McCarthy, 
if he doesn't go far in the playoffs, has got a chance to survive. Please, Listen, he's, a, I, he's a dope. He, he is a, just a brutal coach, a brutal head coach. I think so brutal. too, man. Uh, Howard, I, I know there's a lot of bluster here. Yeah. Realistically, how good are the Cowboys? You know, they're good. They're not as good as everybody said. Those morons and idiots at ESPN, you know, their analytics people still have them rated number one. Are you kidding me? you got to be kidding me. Uh, they're good, but they're not good enough. Right now, the way – Dak Prescott's never going to win a Super Bowl because he just – they know how to play him. You don't want to blitz him. You want to put more guys in coverage because he has trouble and he throws – he makes mistakes throwing the football. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're good. Uh, you know, they asked me – who are your top three teams in the NFC? I said the Eagles, San Francisco, which and Sean Payton had those two teams in there uh, as the top two. Uh, San Francisco, because of their defense, is amazing. Yes. I'm not sure about their quarterback. And they said, well, who's the third? And I said, I'll tell you this. If the Cowboys played the Lions in the playoffs, the Lions would win. And that's what I said. Well, I Howard, you're, right now. you're okay. Hey, Howard, how <laughs> difficult is it for Shane Steichen to switch gears and, and call plays for a different quarterback? Not hard. I think we realize that he's a good coach. I mean, they all get together. Their meetings on, well, it's not Tuesday, so I guess it's Monday. You know, you kind of back up the day. We'll get together and they discuss ideas and how to do it. And uh, I think he's going to know exactly what to do. It, Gardner Minshew has been a starter. Now, he's not. he's not a – a starter for a, a Super Bowl team. He's not Nick Foles, uh, but he's a good quarterback to come in there. He's playing for next year yeah, too. He sure is uh, because he wants to be a starter somewhere. So this is a chance to give put him. Uh, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you this, Howard. Hey, Carson this week's going to have a, a doll of uh, Minshew and Foles. He's going to be sticking pins in all <laughs> these dudes. He doesn't want any of these guys to have success. I want to give him a doll of you. <laughs> well, what are you going to do? All right, Howard, Carson me... Wentz is horrible. Uh, well, he is horrible. So, Car- uh, Carson, uh, Howard, last thing here for you. I'm, I'm curious because, yeah. you know, you've done this WIP thing for a long time yeah, with incredible success. And Hugh Douglas is, is entering the fray, you know, announced yesterday and – it's, it's real exciting, you know, Joe and Hugh. And I'm just curious, you knew Hugh 25 years ago when he came to the Birds. What are your thoughts on Hugh Douglas, full-time WIP talk show host? Great. Uh, if you ask me one word, I think he's going to be sensational. You know, it's kind of interesting. When he was a player, he obviously had a vision of what he wanted to do. And whenever players ask me about the business, and I've had other players ask me on different teams, yep. uh, I had – uh, quite a few conversations with you about things to do and how to do it. And I've stayed in touch with him. You know, I've been talking to him um, this whole time. I mean, he didn't tell me what was going to happen, but I mean, I kind of had a feeling sure. somewhere down the line, but I think he's going to be sensational. He's loved in Philadelphia. He's a smart guy. He's got a great personality and the fans, I mean, the fans love him, the totally. whole thing. And I love Joe working with Joe, uh, Joe Giglio a couple of days a week. I think Joe can pivot off of anything. If you says something, he can pivot off yeah. of anything. We did a morning show. You learned a lot time. from I know you learned a lot from Jillio Howard. I certainly did. <laughs> I, I certainly did. We did a show. I did the morning show yeah. one day. Uh, it was down at the Borgata. And somehow I found out that, that I don't know, their, their trainer slash uh, whatever he was, the, the zoologist, found out it we, we, uh, we pivoted. Uh, both of us, we had a great show Good. talking about a guy that trained kangaroos training the 76ers. I mean, that's 
something about the organization. All right, King. Uh, happy Hanukkah to you, Howard. And, uh, and thanks, for, thanks for everything this year, buddy. I appreciate the happy Hanukkah, but I celebrate both. Uh, and I really believe this, and hopefully the Jewish people understand it. You can't not have Santa Claus. I love Santa Claus. That's a great I love Santa Claus. It's a good I message there, King. Howard, yeah. stay well, buddy. Thanks, happy Howard. holidays. Thanks, happy thanks holidays. Howard. There he is. All right, coming up. It was not happy holidays from LaShawn McCoy to Dak Prescott yesterday on national television. It was not happy holidays. We'll play that audio. Plus, we'll have some year in review of the tweets from our show. We have accumulated some of the more notable tweets from the year 2022, things that the audience clearly got right, things that the audience clearly got wrong, and we'll have some fun with that. Joe to Cameron, John Ritchie on WIP. Yeah, Christmas coming up in just a couple days. Joe to Cameron, John Ritchie. We also have an Eagles game prior to that on Christmas Eve, and we have a Twitter poll question of the day right now. Brought to you by Armin Chevrolet, wishing their employees, customers, and WIP listeners happy holidays. Find new roads to Armin Chevrolet closer than you think. Well, we know Gardner Minshew will get to start. The Eagles announced that two hours ago. This is today's Twitter poll question. With Minshew at quarterback, who wins on Saturday? A, the Eagles. B, the Dallas Cowboys. All right, a lot to get to this segment, including what LaShawn McCoy said, and it was not Merry Christmas about Dak Prescott and some <laughs> yeah you could say that <laughs> and some year in re- review tweets from our show in 2022 and the way people responded over the last 12 months let's talk to our friend Dr. Gina right now hey Ben Gina hey nice to talk to you guys I, I haven't had a chance to congratulate you since you've been named the morning show host and Joe I gotta say You've come a long way, baby. That's Thank you. for sure. Thank you. Thank you. You know, you, you remember when I was I, your, well, your only you, caller at midnight and, you know. <laughs> listen, Gina, you mean not a ton of people remember when. John doesn't even know about it, but John, Gina used to call me the first station I was at 20 okay. years ago. This, so this, 20 this years begs ago. The, the very important question, Dr. Gina. Did Joe's mom answer your calls when you called in? Uh, no, you know what? Joe actually answered. I pulled it right onto the air. Yeah, really? So I don't yep. remember that. I mean, listen, you called from time. To, my mom did answer the calls for about the first year and a half. And then eventually um, a friend of mine who was also breaking in in the business was then involved for about two years. Uh, <laughs> and I had a, and I had a cousin in there at one point. So and I had another cousin you, in I there. I thought it was you. You yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, it's unlikely that I answer the calls often. I mean, could I have occasionally? Yeah, maybe. But generally speaking, <laughs> it was someone else. And about half the time, it was my mom. Anyway. But how sweet. How yes. sweet for you to. Thank you. I'm just so thrilled for Thank you. you. Thank you. Uh, anyhow, I'm also thrilled for the news, even though I would have loved to have seen Jalen start and have the opportunity to a better opportunity to get the MVP votes for playing against Dallas. Um, I, you know, as a as a healthcare professional, I'm very relieved that he's not starting and not playing because you know even if it's just a grade one or a grade two sprain those things can definitely be made worse by small small cumulative injuries so it might not look like a big hit it could just be somebody bumping them hard or whatever but those things do add up so I you know John I listened to you yesterday and you know kind of like rub some dirt on it get up and go I get that mentality but when you're talking about the potential league MVP, when you're talking about a quarterback for our hopefully long-term future, I'm not saying bubble wrap him, but I'm, I'm grateful and relieved that they have decided not to start him. 
that, mm-hmm. you know, that, that being said. I agree I, with you. I, I do. All right, Gina, give me a unique tradition. As, uh, you know, a lot of people with a lot of unique traditions around the holidays, give me any year-round unique tradition. What do you got? Well, I've never done this myself because I've never been married, but smashing the glass at a Jewish wedding. Mazel tov. So it's funny. I thought she was going in a different direction when she said smashing. The smashing of the cake. Oh, the that's another one. That would have been a really good, good answer. answer, Joe. Yeah, they're both, you know, unusual. Both traditions. really good, yeah. And every once in a while, you'll see a video that goes viral of a bride or a groom. And it feels like a lot of times it's the bride that will actually fall. Like, she'll she'll get smashed in the face in a way that creates oh. some unbalance. Oh, you never Have you guys ever seen that? No, I haven't. Oh, yeah, like just a little off balance. The next oh. thing you know, someone goes tumbling. Sometimes they'll even go into tumbling the cake. into the cake. Oh, Oh, oh! When it happens, it's and because you know what also happens sometimes. It's sad. Sometimes is this one of those things that you sit around and Google on your phone. Sometimes, like, yeah, like the YouTube algorithm. Bride gets smashed with cake. Thousand percent. Wow. Because the thing about it is, sometimes it's been pre-agreed upon. There won't be a smashing. Yeah. And then, like the dude will be egged on by his friends. Yeah, you got to do it. You got to do it. You got to do it. Oh, God. And then, like, he'll catch her off balance. And then, yeah. and they got Smashed. divorced six months later. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll tell you who's never getting married: Lashawn McCoy and Dak Prescott, because uh, they are not uh, on the friendliest of terms. Let's listen, John. National. Where was this yesterday, James? This is on FS1. FS1, and Lashawn McCoy was a guest, or guest host. I don't know what the heck he was, but he was talking. He was talking about Dak Prescott. Is uh it wasn't being very nice. Here is LaShawn McCoy, Shady, on Dak. Dak is ass, right? Can I say on TV? Because he is ass, you can ass. Say whatever you want on Okay, that's one thing. This is the second game that he's just lost mm. by throwing picks. He threw two picks to the, pa- the, the, uh, the Packers, right? Had 14-point lead, mm-hmm. lost, come back. They was up 17. My man, 17 and lost, picks. That first one, that pass he threw, the second one, not the first, the first one was terrible. Do you agree with that? Yes. That was uh, awful. Like, where was he throwing that ball to? Dak Prescott has the easiest job and uh, the second easiest job, right? The first, I go to Purdy and, and Jimmy G with, with the um, Niners. Yep. Great defense, right? Run the ball very well, make safe passes. Dak has the easiest job in football. The, the, the picks he's throwing, those are not like, he's not even trying to like, like, like fit, fit the ball through the needles or the small little windows. These are like easy passes. They run the ball well. <laughs> what else can you do? I'm paying you $160 million. That's how you play? If you tell me that's outstanding, I, I don't know what to say. Like I'm, I'm, I'm lost for words. <laughs> that was How awesome, man. That, he really, that was in awesome. Response, that's he really wasn't at a loss for words. Jones saying, I think Dak played outstanding oh, against so the Jacksonville Jaguars. Well, hey, LaShawn, man, he's bringing it right I love there. at the beginning, too, where he's like, can I say ass on TV? Yeah. And the guy's like, you can say whatever you want. You know, <laughs> who, like, ah, I don't you know, know about that. that. You know who he reminded me of? He reminded me of Leon from uh, Curb yes, Your Yes, J.B. Smoove. There was, was some J.B. Smoove vibes. It sounded like exactly the way he would present it. If that's he, a really good call, Joe. If he could just unleash, that's what it sounded like. Let's And Leon unleashes. Let's go to John and Bryn Mawr. Hi, John. Hey, what's up, Joe? Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, man. Hey, John, uh, was that you that I waved to the other day? Were you at, at Morris and Old Gulf in your Jeep? Uh, nope. Oh, someone had a Jeep exactly like yours. I don't have hey, a Jeep. Hey, um... I uh, I thought of a point when Howard was on and the caller before saying, or not before him, but about an hour ago, that if Minshew comes in and wins this game, what are Jalen's MVP chances? Are they no, they, go, they, go da- they go down. There's no question. But, but can't we even not even have to worry about that and make this statement? Look how the, the line changed 
because of Jalen getting hurt. Mm-hmm. No, it doesn't work. Listen, I'm just telling you, John. I, I, let me put it this way, John. Here's the most basic way I can put it. Jalen Hurts wants the Eagles to win the game, okay? Mm-hmm. Jalen Hurts' agent wants the Dallas Cowboys to win the game. Okay. Gar- I guarantee you, I guarantee you, the agent of Jalen Hurts, and he won't say it to Jalen, but his preference for his bargaining power at the negotiating table this offseason is that Minshew plays bad and the Eagles lose. Yeah, but the line moved a decent amount because Jalen's not playing, which just goes it to did. show, which just goes to show how how good Jalen is. I mean, he himself just moved the yeah, line. Yeah, but you're missing. No, you're right, but you're missing the point. If the Eagles win, Minshew plays a big role in them winning. So does, by the way, a great roster. So it doesn't matter if the line moved. The Eagles would still have won the game. And by comparison to Mahomes, Hurts in a national perspective, doesn't look as grand. Okay. Y'all, y'all yeah, I, I, I see what you're saying. Yeah. I, I don't think they're going to win with Minshew. And then those two factors, right. hopefully, you know, will get him the $50 million and the MVP. Look, he's going to get a huge contract. Yeah. He may or may not get the MVP. I tend to think at this point he won't, and that's a shame. We'll see. John, give me a unique tradition. Uh, eating pork on New Year's Day. You got it, man. Well, that's a good one. Um, Pork and sauerkraut. Yeah, not my thing, but but fair enough. I mean, James, you agree with me that the agent wants the Eagles to lose? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, he, if nothing else, I don't. I think he wants Gardner Minshew to play bad, or the Eagles' offense look bad. Like if they right. win a 10-3 game, or I just think he wants it to be very clear that with Jalen Hurts not in there, it's a totally different. Yeah, product. there's no question that's what he wants. All right. Speaking of no question, there are actually questions <laughs> about whether people John got him right or wrong. I have in my hand, and i got to credit our buddy Mo. She does a great job here at WIP in a lot of ways. Wears a lot of hats, including being a backup producer when James is out. And he put together over the last week or so um, about 20, John, of the most notable tweets on our – because, you know, we'll have a Twitter poll question of the day, either every day or most days. Um, I guess it's most days, not every day. Uh, poll question that we do on our show, and and sometimes people get them right, and sometimes people get them wrong. So, a little year in review here. So, I will say people were completely correct in January. This is January tenth. Totally good job by the audience, although not enough good job, I guess. Who will have a better career moving forward, Hertz or Wentz? Eighty-seven percent of people, and this is before the playoff game. Eighty-seven percent of people said Hertz. Now, 13% of people said Carson then. Zero. Zero. But listen, still a good job by the audience. They still basically got it right. Uh All right, this is an interesting one. If you were in charge, now, James, I want you to guess at what the results of this was. January 19th. I don't know if that's before or after the Eagles played Tampa. I'm guessing it's after. Um, If you were in charge, would you keep Howie Roseman as the Eagles general manager, yes or no? Where do you think the results came in? I would this is I would say yes one. I would say uh 65%. More people John wanted him gone. Wow. And this was January 19th of 2022. This Not, is like after the geez. Wentz trade after all that. This wow. is after they made the playoffs. That's that's wild. I mean they 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 have reestablished as a playoff team. They had a great bounce back year. He made a series of trades. 58% of people said no. Would wow. not keep Howie. So people really bungled that one. All right, here's the next one. Let's go to February 11th. 
This one I actually think is still to be determined. Who won the trade, the Sixers or the Nets? Now, 82% of people said the Sixers won the trade. But I'll ask you the question, John, did they? They have Harden. The Nets have Ben. We didn't want Ben here, but the Nets also got two first-round picks. Who did win the trade? By the way, if you haven't noticed, the Nets are on a roll. They've won 9 of 10. They have a better record than the Sixers. Durant's playing amazing. Yeah, like, like, I don't know, man. Either team can make the finals. Sixers gave up two first-round picks. John, who won the trade? To me, it's to be determined. I don't, I don't, I don't think there's a clear yeah, winner yet. Sure, I'm not sure. Not enough information. Right. And the information keeps changing. I agree with you. All right, here's one. <laughs> this one, I think, in hindsight, looks like people probably got it wrong. But not definitely. We don't know yet. This was from February 16th. In their time together, will Joel Embiid and James Harden win a championship? 70% of people said yes. Mm. We don't feel that confident anymore, right? No, I think it would be a a very different poll if we did that. All right. uh, In uh, February, mid-February, who do you want the Eagles to have as their quarterback in 2022? What percentage of people do you think chose Jalen Hurts? What were the other options? The other options were Aaron Rodgers, Deshaun Watson, Russell Wilson. I think Hurts won the poll. He did win the poll. What percentage do you think chose Hurts? 59%. 49 percent so 50 percent of people wanted hurts to be the quarterback you know 50 net um but but uh what concerns you the most about the phillies this is right before the philly season started the bullpen won this poll john the bullpen turned out to be great i mean it was a concern until we saw that they were pretty damn good at it 55 percent said bullpen 11 percent said girardi 32 percent said the defense in the end Girardi was the biggest problem. By far. By far the biggest problem until they course-corrected and fired him. Uh, Who's going to win the Sixers Heat Series? More people said the Sixers. Obviously, the Heat won the series. Let's go to to June. I'm doing all this in chronological order. In June, what, if anything, is holding you back from saying the Eagles could win the Super Bowl this season? Of the four choices we gave, the winning answer was? Jalen. 1,000% correct. I mean, he didn't get a thousand percent of the vote, but Hertz got fifty-seven percent of the vote. Nothing is holding me back. Got fi- got fifteen percent. Sirianni. Next well, actually, I did. I did this out of order. Jonathan Gannon, eighteen percent, and Sirianni with with about nine percent. I didn't realize Gannon was on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Sirianni. but her. You know, listen. Hertz was my answer. Now yeah. it turns out it's the wrong answer. It was the wrong answer. <laughs> it was the wrong answer. Um, let's go to. Um, I don't. I actually don't have a date for this one, but this is. Before the season started, how far do you expect the Eagles to go this season? The divisional round won. 45% divisional round. 27% said they'll lose in the conference finals. Hmm. Uh, 14% said they lose in the first round. And Super Bowl was 12%, although we didn't clarify. Does that mean, like, win it or lose it? Um, all right, before the – actually, early in the season, I think this is about a week in the season, which team – remember Dallas got off to a bad start, John, and we all thought they were done at 0-1? Because they were 0-1 and Dak was injured. Do you remember that? Remember Jaws? Yeah, we had Jaws and Shield. Yeah. I think we had Jaws and yeah. Shield on back, like the they same day. They both were like, they're cooked. Yeah, they're cooked. Like, it's over. Like, we thought it was over. Which team is the biggest threat to the Eagles in the NFC East? This was like a week or two into the season. This is September 16th. Washington won the poll. Dallas finished last. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I got like three more for oh, you here. Wow. You, poll year interviews. All right, here's another good one. Um... 
This was interesting. This is right before the playoffs started, September 21st in baseball. So about a week and a half before the playoffs started. Do you, do you think Major League Baseball should have a third wild card? Um, 60% said no. Wow. That's how they made it. Yeah, it's surprising. And we appreciate that they made it, but a lot of people were with me that it's phony baloney. Um, all right, right before the World Series began, which team will win the World Series? Yeah, I'm guessing we got this one wrong. Yeah, you got to cover your eyes on this one, John. This is what, what they call uh, the, the Homer vote. Like 80-something and the feel And the feel and the vibe vote. <laughs> and this was after game? <laughs> this is right before, before, it no, right before oh, the World Series. Okay. 87% said the Phils. <laughs> Yeah, and then I believed. Finally, we'll end on a good note. Not everyone was on a good note, but well, well, actually, it's ending on a bad note because oh, no. the Phillies lost the World Series. But there was oh. a po- well, but there was a positive bounce from it. The question was: a few days removed from the World Series, what do you feel more today? Okay. More disappointment or more proud and thankful? And proud and thankful one, as I believe it should. Although James, you said disappointment that I day. did at that time, but but I w- what I would say now is I'll bet you if we did that poll today, oh, yeah. it would. I mean, I'm proud. I'm I'm way. I've moved on to proud and thankful yeah. more so. But at that point, it took me it took me a lot longer to get past the the bummer of it all right. to to get to how proud I was than than I thought it would. Yeah, I was proud and thankful then. Proud and thankful one at seventy three. To me, the disappointment, there was two things. It was one that they lost. It was two how they lost. Because, you know, there was a they moment. Had it. Well, they, they were up 2-1, and in game six, they specifically, I mean, let's be honest, guys. We love Rob Thompson. He made a disastrous decision. Well, and in game five, they had, like, six different things that could have gone, like the Brandon Marsh at bat, the oh, Hoskins no. at bat, the McCormick catch. Like, there's so many different things in that game where yeah. you're like, that could have totally gone the other way, and they, they probably win I the know. World Series if they win. I that. know. All right, so, uh, you know, some people got right, some people got wrong. We'll talk to Paul Charch, and he always gets it right when it comes to fantasy football. I Char- have, I, after we talk to Paul, yeah. I have something that's really eating me up. Okay, you can do that. It's eating away at me. Can you, can and, you, can yeah, you, yeah, I'll you hang, hang on to it. Can you hang on to it? All right, we'll get to something that. Something I just do not understand at all, and it bothers me a ton. All right, well, that's an interesting thing. We'll get to that in the 1 o'clock hour, more ahead, including fantasy football next, a spin around the league on 94 WIP. All right, it is 94 WIP. The mood is right. And while I am generally a winner in Beat the Hammer, I was a loser last time in Beat the Hammer and a loser in fantasy football this past weekend, which eliminated me. But like a pro. It's heartbreaking. Because I am. Um, so is there anyone on this show still alive in fantasy? I was James. Just, I was wondering. Congratulations to you. <laughs> and congratulations to Paul Charch and always being on top of it with the info. GateTeamLeagues.com. How you doing, Paul? I'm doing great. Happy holidays. I understand you're all off next week. So this is it. This is our, this is a big finale for us right here. This is it, man. This is it. And we got a lot to cover because a lot of people in the semifinals of their fantasy football league. So we'll take a spin around the league. Let's start with just this broad concept, Paul, across many games this weekend, the cold weather factor, the potential for snow. What are we looking at here, and what games are we particularly concerned about if we've got certain players? Yeah, by the way, negative six right now in Minneapolis. Uh, We've got a home game, obviously, indoors. Just remember this, though. The Eagles flourish in that weather. I just want to say February 2018. (laughs) But but go ahead. ahead. (laughs) Exactly. You did. You did. Let's make some noise. Uh, Come on. Not that you were here, Joe, John. (laughs) 
Still bitter five years later. Yeah, when Nick Foles let it all hang out, so it was all good. All right, what's, yes. what's uh, everyone yeah, doing? So we, we, we've got six games scheduled to be 17 degrees or less. Chiefs, Bears, Browns, Steelers, Titans, Ravens, all hosting games, 17 You You sit in any players as a result, Paul? Do you, do you change strategically who you, who you deploy on your active roster? Perfect question. The, 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 the impetus is to say, well, of course, these cold-weather games, points are going to go down. So I ran the numbers. Here's what we found out. The median total for all games over the last three seasons across the entire season is 45 points. So then I went and looked at the last decade of games where the, the, the temperature was 17 degrees or less. That 45-point average drops all the way to 43 points. Well, okay, not so bad. Mm. Okay, That's not it. That's not even a field goal. That's good work by you, Paul. Thank you very Baseball much. Baseball analytics uh, departments would be proud of you. That's some good. Absolutely. That's, there it is. Now, yeah. I'll, I'll only say this. I, there are some of these games where we're talking about severe wins. Now, if you're going to talk to me about a 10-degree game and 20, 30-mile-an-hour wins, I think all bets are off at that point. We're like a negative 20 wind chill, whatever. But if it's not horrible conditions, history says start your guys. Wow. Uh, what about if that guy is Alvin Kamara? What do you even make of him? I think the most disappointing player all year. Uh, he's, you know, some guys have got injury to lean on, like uh, Jonathan Taylor, super disappointing, but, you know, hurt on and off all year long, almost never healthy. But for Kamara, healthy all year, played every game, scored once, scored in one game this year. It's wow. Christmas. How do you score in one game as the starting running back for any team in the NFL? Miles it's Sanders. absurd. Zero but, last year. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, well, that that it, it is possible. Miles yeah. Sanders did it. Yeah. Um, okay, this is the week though. If somehow yeah. you're still alive with Alvin Kamara, it could all be lining up right here. Mark Ingram's out. That gave him 23 touches last week. It's Cleveland coming up. They rank dead last in run defense by Pro Football yeah. Focus. Hmm. It's a great opportunity. I think we finally get the game we should have gotten all year from Alvin Kamara. Paul Hertz is obviously not going to play. We know that news as yeah. of three hours ago. Let's just start with Minshew. You, I mean, he's got a lot of great players around him. Are you riding yeah. Gardner Minshew as a starter? I am, and I had hurts. I had hurts everywhere. So this is a you know, this is a huge blow for my rosters. And I'm going to Minshew in most of my leagues where you got to scramble to find somebody who's still available right now. So we had the two starts last year, right? We had the Week 18 start, which doesn't mean as much, but we had that Jets game, and the Jets weren't great then. But he completed 80% of his passes. He scored twice. The Cowboys' secondary's got one good player. They got Trayvon Diggs. Everybody else is hot garbage, including they've got this cornerback they're starting who's never started a game named Nashawn Wright. He's played 77 coverage snaps in his entire life, and at some point he's going to line up against A.J. Brown maybe for a lot of this game. Forget it. That is a great matchup. I'm I'm t- I'm rolling the dice on Gardner Minshew. They're going to bring a lot of pressure. See if he can handle it. I think he can, and I I think Minshew's sitting a potentially good game. Three of the last four uh, quarterbacks faced Dallas have thrown multiple touchdowns. Wow. Okay. What well, do you think? I mean, are you with are you with me on this? Yeah. Uh, I I think he'll produce. Uh, yeah. Sure. I I don't think he'll have that type of like fantasy game that that puts you over the top though, because I do think they'll keep it on the ground. Well, yeah, I, I don't know about that, John. I think they're going to sling it around. I mean, he's he's a pretty good passer. Okay. 
mean, he's uh, got A.J. Yeah. Brown and Devontae Smith balance, and, and Dallas Goddard. Don't you think balance, especially after last week where everyone was complaining how we didn't hand it off to the backs, you've got a, a new quarterback under center. The way you make him no. comfortable is you start running the football no. and then build from there. If anything, I think they'll be careful as they approach the playoffs to not have make sure Miles Sanders does not touch it 20 times. Oh, my God. To not get well, him injured. The other backs are – Solid too. In Look, our I'm just, line. I'm just telling you, I expect a lot Paves of passes. Away. I really do. All what right, some a, some other injured guys, uh, Paul. I mean, no Lamar, obviously. Kyler Murray in the yeah. in the scramble mode to try to win a championship with a lesser than QB. Who else do you believe in? All right, so Minshew is one option if he's available, or you want just another option. How about Daniel Jones against my Vikings, allowing the most passing yards by a mile, and over the last five weeks, Vikings giving up. 343 passing yards per game. Astoundingly bad. Granted, Daniel Jones' receivers are, are garbage, but the Vikings' secondary is bad enough that he could get some matchups there. And the Vikings have really struggled with mobile, rushing quarterbacks, and Daniel Jones can help that way. So he'd be the other guy I'd go to, Minshew and Daniel Jones. Can you depend on David Montgomery this, this week for fantasy purposes? No. I'm telling you, this Khalil Herbert, you know, he comes back this week. And I think we've forgotten because Montgomery's powered some teams into the playoffs, um, John, and he's been good for this month without Herbert. But objectively, when these guys were splitting time and it was almost dead even split for the month or so leading up to uh, Herbert's injury, he was objectively the better back. He's averaging six yards per carry. He ranks number one in rushing efficiency by next-gen stats. He was chipping in almost 80 yards per game. All of those stats better than Montgomery when they had a shared backfield. And Montgomery was averaging half of his fantasy points, yardage, and touchdowns in the games that that Herbert played in. So this is, I think, I think we're in trouble. And this is also a very wow. tough matchup with the Bills in a uh, in a tricky uh, outdoor game. So, Paul, yeah, Paul, what like about it. what about? By the way, are you hitting the, are you banging the table there. What does that sound? Yeah, I am. I, act, I was. That's exactly yeah. what I was doing. Sorry about that. Yeah, I got excited yeah. over no, here. No, I appreciate. Yeah, if you can avoid that, that'll help you just a little bit. It's a deal. Paul, Sorry thank about you, that. sir. What about um? What about Deshaun Watson? So the Browns keep winning with him, but he keeps not doing much statistically. Would you play Deshaun Watson this weekend? Hell no. That's he's been he's been know, horrible. By, by the way, three, by the way, Paul, he cost yeah. he cost me my playoff game. I was so. all set up. I Jefferson went crazy. Tyreek Hill went crazy. Yeah. Deshaun Watson killed me. Did you have to start Deshaun Watson? Well, I, I, like, I no, you had, Amari, you had Amari Cooper. No, I, 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 no, I chose to. I mean, bottom line is I had Russell Wilson and Aaron Rodgers from the beginning of the year. I did that for mm-hmm. half the year. They were horrendous. I at some point did the Daniel Jones thing for two or three games. I, I talked to Sean away around week four. I was excited to maybe get a boost of a really great yeah. player who is, you know, not someone I'd want to have on my pro football team, but I can have on my fantasy football team, ethics-wise. And he completely fell flat for me. They've scored two touchdowns in three games yep. with Deshaun Watson. Yeah, and the me. guy's just not producing. He's looked, to my eyes, he's looked incrementally a little better each game, but not, still not very good. And not as good as Jacoby Brissett, who was frankly powering that offense way far to a much better extent. So, yeah, that's it's over. And Amari Cooper's the guy that really hurts because he was, he was a top 10 fantasy receiver with Jacoby yeah. Brissett. And now he's basically unstartable in these Deshaun Watson games. Paul, um, Tell us all about guillotineleagues.com. Well, it's our last time talking um, about it. There's no, and at this point, you're not going to join a guillotine league. Obviously, season's over. But all my player rankings available for free. And you can run, You got, I don't even know if you guys know this. 
I host the longest running fantasy show in America, and it's a podcast as well that all of your Philadelphia listeners can listen to anytime they want called Fantasy Football Weekly. We drop a new uh, show every Friday evening, and we break down every game fantasy style in excruciating detail that only fantasy nerds could love. There you go. Fantasy Football Weekly. Paul, thank you for being a massive part of our show in 2023 and through all the years. We appreciate it. To you and your family, a happy holiday for whatever that holiday is for you. And thanks, buddy. We really appreciate it. Another great season with you guys. I love talking to you. It's such a great station. So much talent. And next time we talk, it's going to be like uh, 7.30 in the morning. That's the word. That's what they say. Let's get up early time. Congratulations again on that. Thanks, my friends. Another great year. Thank you, James, who's done all the the behind-the-scenes work. Love working with you guys. All right, there he is. Paul Charching, guillotineleagues.com. All right, to the phone. Seth is with us right now in media. Hi, Seth. Hey, what's going on, guys? Uh, John, that was hilarious earlier. You taking Carson Wentz to task. Taking him to task for what? His phone broke up. We'll get back to him. Let's go to Mike right now. Mike, you're on WIP. Hey, good afternoon, everybody. How are you? Great, Mike. Good. Happy holidays, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, and a Happy New Year to y'all. Indeed, sir. Thanks. Uh, so, listen, I got two things. Uh, number one, you know what? Okay, so Jalen's not playing. Fine. You know where I stood on this. But now that Gardner's in there and the decision's been made, maybe this is a good thing. Maybe there's a silver lining in this. Let him get the reps in a meaningful game rather than having him in a meaningful game that is also an elimination. So this is pretty good. And I actually think it's going to be well, just, so I, just so I understand, you're saying in case Hurts gets injured in the playoffs, Minshew Correct. will be better because he'd been in the flow recently. Yeah, I mean, it, it, could, it, it can't hurt. Can't it hurt. hurt. Can't hurt. I mean, unless it has, well, unless it he gets hurt injured. Our bottom line yeah. that we won't win the game that that hurts to me. Yeah, yeah but well, they're just, yeah, they're not going to lose. I'm, I'm just saying it's good that he's going to get these reps. Mike, Mike, I'll, I'll think- say this: like if they get to Minshew in the playoffs, they could win, but it'd be a problem. This isn't the right comparison, but I'll just say this: I vividly remember in '01 when AI would be out. I always felt that Aaron McKee and others, in particular, stepped up. And I thought when Allen came back, it made him a more well-rounded team. Now, that really doesn't apply to a backup quarterback because he just doesn't play if the quarterback is healthy. So, mm-hmm. not the right comparison. But anyway, go ahead. Yeah. Probably still need, we still need Jalen back. So, anyway, that's yeah. that. And, you know, I, I wanted to just say something. You were talking earlier about the Phillies and, like, what it made it so magical. Yeah. So, this is, what I, this is what I saw. Again, as, as not a Philly fan, but I was captivated by their run and what they did get on the stretch and what they did for baseball, quite, you, know, you know, quite honestly. I really put it all on Bryce. You know, it's um, Philly is not really used to bringing in the superstar, like, you know, not the tail end of his career, like in the prime of his career, the massive contract. You know, he came in with all this fanfare, embracing Philadelphia, Philadelphia embracing him, and him really living up to the hype. And then for him to get hurt, and then there was all this uncertainty that, you know, the season was like falling apart. And for him to put together the postseason that he did, and him being so clutch, and then having the other guys around him stepping up, like Schwarber, Castellanos, you know, it, it was it truly was magical. And I think it was just something that Philadelphia just wasn't a wasn't expecting and just not used to. Yeah. And it shows you there is a and it wasn't like it was just this you know one little season. It's like okay, well we had our shot. No, this window's big because you know he was thirty years old, 
and there's such yeah. a nucleus. There's such a nucleus there. Like this, this is a. These were rock stars. This All right, Mike, love, love the answer. Give me a unique tradition. What do you got? So, in the theme of baseball, the seventh inning stretch, take me out to the ball game. You know, that's a good answer. That's a really good answer. Yeah, there's nothing else like it in the other sports where you just stop and stand up. All right, we're going to take a break and sing a song now. <laughs> yes. yeah. That's really it's good. Weird. I like it. I hey, like it too. Go ahead, it's John. amazing. We have to talk about a couple things yep. coming up here. Mm-hmm. One that you think we're going to be pass happy. Let's just go oh, yeah. throw the heck out of the football with Gardner, with our backup quarterback. For sure. Let's throw it to win. I think that's crazy. And I, I think something else like with this game, with this Cowboys game, okay. it befuddles me. And I think it's a slap in Jalen Hurts' face. Oh, we're going to find the out. The way this is all shaping up. All right. That plus our NFL picks for a week, whatever we're on, 15 or 16. 16. It's all up ahead. I, I, ever since they went to 18. It's way harder, I man. can't. I get it, it. I just can't do it anymore. I can't figure it out anymore. Joe to Cameron, John Ritchie on WIP.